listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Lord be having mercy on my soul. I'm having the impression that my life gonna be a bowl. A cherries, but it's very hard for me to cope. Got tired of being broke. This ATL ain't got no time for uh to sit and mope. Made up my mind while y'all made up y'all beds. On the cold wooden floor is what I laid my head. Born in 1975, never thought I'd make it this far. Still battling in this racial war. Trying to find solutions to the situation I'm facing. Only thing that's free is my flow that y'all be chasing. Let me, uh, let my niggas know before I drop that knowledge like dropping books let's stop the crooks from robbing you or your brains as such using welfare as a crutch i meant it for your good i meant it for good you went through my hood you won't be finding much hope that's when i'm gone y'all remember this what we wrote what we stood for fuck that flame fame and that glitz it's beginning to look a lot like the ending and got it to be more careful because the corners that you be bending revelations getting impatient and now i'm dead remember what i said i'm gone by your head hey welcome to another episode of the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and uh it's morning time yes the black guy tips in the morning <laughs> Ding. i know right uh but yeah we are uh, i know but like this on your afternoon drive morning drive oh no i'm sorry morning drive mm-hmm. you know for some of you if, if, if you eat early lunch this is like your pre-lunch time you know for a lot of you you've been at work for a few hours and we want to be here for your midday morning jam so mm-hmm. we want you to sit back relax and enjoy us while you, while the boss is being hard on you today yeah watch out for that uh that traffic coming up uh for lunch we're gonna have your uh traffic on the ones mm-hmm. uh <laughs> weather's on 10 okay yep, you know how we do uh <laughs> i'll make sure that we get you guys there safe and you're gonna continue to uh to, to still have a good time and be able to jam out um mm-hmm. because uh we are coming to you in the middle of the day all right um don't forget uh that uh the show is also sponsored that's right the show is brought to you by triangle wine company fine wine and craft beer store it has a, hard, a huge selection from all over the world for every budget okay we're going to talk about a lot of white people news today you know now it's a little too early for us to be drinking our wine but i may have slipped some into my coffee yeah you did i may have slipped a little something in there um uh from well-known brands to rare finds from small producers shop online and have your order shipped or swing by tasting bars in their stores in the raleigh durham area of north carolina where you can sit while you shop we're gonna be in that area today so mm-hmm. maybe we'll sit while we shop i don't know i'm trying to tell you visit trianglewineco.com to compare their competitive prices and save 10 percent of your order of regularly priced wines and beers with offer code tbgwt through the end of october so like today is the last day to get this y'all today is the last day y'all like don't fuck this up man y'all get in there and get this uh you know get this get this wine get your wine on is what mm-hmm. we're trying to say and they fit all types of budgets i know a lot of people go my budget tight and they like look we got tight budget we got bowling budget we got non-alcoholic budget mm-hmm wines and ales and beers they got everything, everything. like if literally you, if you can think about it it's probably there the hardest thing about going to their site is literally trying to get the fuck off of there because it's so many choices it's, i mean you'll be shopping forever so triangle um and we'll get back to them a little later in the show as well but uh of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme 
um let's go ahead and get into uh all the stuff that we want to talk about the news and everything okay but before but before uh, we do that yes. let's let karen have uh, a moment of karen go ahead yes uh, a moment of karen <laughs> yes um i know tomorrow we have a guest and you know for those of you that ain't be keeping track of that after that we off a week so y'all better enjoy these last two shows because i'm gonna be going out of town i'm going to jamaica and i'm excited and uh i wanted to since it's just me and you i didn't want to tie this time up with a guest since it's just me and you uh there's some things i wanted to say um for me um i didn't realize how uh unorganized i was because i don't wear pajamas y'all so i was like hey i'm be going out of town i'm gonna have to get pajamas they've been having they're having a pajama party i was like hey i might need some pajamas so i didn't want to be uncivilized and so i had bought some pajamas and they are so cute so mm-hmm. i had bought pajamas um you know i've been losing this weight trying to get uh trying to trying to be your latest fine auntie hey fine aunties out there hey body roll so i you know i've been running and stuff trying to get all fine and in shape you know getting my blood pressure right you know cholesterol in check so i could be around to be around with layla for a while so um i got me uh i was thinking about bathing suits because i was like well i'm be at the water i want to get me some bathing i i had bathing suits but they was a while ago and this is when i was taking um swimming classes with the old old ladies well not not old ladies swimming classes but uh we did underwater exercise with the old ladies so everybody in the class was like 60 and up i don't care we all was getting it in there and breaking out sweat in the water so i hadn't had a swimming suit in a long time so i was like well let me get some swimming suits so uh i ran across something called a tankini those are the best things i'm old so i ain't know what the hell a tankini was i was like what the hell's a tankini because i didn't want to wear uh like a two-piece bikini and i don't mind wearing a whole piece but these were cute they kind of like you know some of y'all might know this but you know this is the moment with karen so y'all gonna listen to my world today um so it comes with like tops and bottoms oh my god y'all they are so cute and they got like little frillies on it and like top and like little bottoms to match and honey i'm gonna be cute y'all and and you and uh i feel like this i'm gonna be cute i'm gonna be fabulous i think i want one piece um and shout out to amazon prime because honey they they've been on it so um i've been ordering uh, amazon prime and they've been sending my little tankinis and my pajamas and stuff and uh shout out to roger because he's the real mvp because i've just sent him a list of stuff and he orders it for me um so shout out to you baby you the real mvp because you you the one keeping me organized because i like i said and i think i think out of all the years we've been married this i think this might be the longest period of time that i've been away yeah that i've been away so um i'm still looking forward to the trip though and it has been a a fun ride y'all heard about the passport stuff honey that that's been an adventure and a half getting all that stuff together and uh i am so um excited about my trip uh i've been you know i and i know um i went online y'all and i was reading about traveling and stuff like that so i got me like a travel protected pocketbook you know uh because i got pocketbooks y'all but they like suitcases in themselves i was like nah i gotta get something small gotta get something cut proof <laughs> you know gotta get something glued to my body so i got me like a smaller pocketbook that i could put everything in this pocketbook neat y'all this pocketbook got like a little um a carrying thing on the side for my water i was like yes what pouch come on through so <laughs> i'm excited y'all i am happy and i'm excited 
and uh uh when i do post pics it's gonna be i'm i'm gonna be living my best white woman life y'all think roger is too much i'm gonna be way too much i it's gonna be pictures of my toes pictures of the beach pictures of me and my and my tankinis in my pajamas it's gonna be a whole lot of me so you know if you don't like me i don't know I don't, you're just gonna have to be upset because it's gonna be me on instagram uh snapchat wherever else i'm at so i am happy y'all i'm excited about my trip um i really am and uh it's gonna be all girls no boys allowed so i'm i'm excited about this, this is gonna be my first all girls trip um so that's that's gonna be really 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 fun uh 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 women from all types of backgrounds i'm excited to meet everybody oh and for the first time i get to meet chonella um shirley shirley so i'm um excited about meeting shirley one half of chonella podcast so i'm excited about meeting her my first time meeting her she's been on my bucket list so i am happy i am excited i wanted to share the drug with you because like i said i know tomorrow we're gonna have a guest i was like well let me and get everything out uh while it's just me and you so i just wanted to tell everybody about me going on my trip and i'm excited and i've been getting new stuff and getting all jazzy um i think um i need to get uh what you call that stuff um uh sunscreen suntan lotion mm-hmm. not not suntan lotion um sunscreen um black people tan too black people get sunburned too then i've seen it and it ain't pretty so uh that's i don't know what spf whatever them numbers is i need to get but i'll 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 uh find out what i need to get uh because it's gonna be a lot of me and the sun uh being best friends so i ain't trying to fry out there so i uh definitely will uh uh get that and i got me some water shoes too so i'm excited about those for when i get to go out in the water and i did give me some flip-flops um but other than that i think i got basically everything else on my trip so it's been fun getting everything together it's been fun packing you know and all types of stuff so i just wanted to share that with y'all so if y'all just see uh uh, uh social media blackout for me that's why because uh i'm be out of be out of the country yeah and, and today we're going to see living color up in raleigh yes uh get to meet them uh see uh see the show tonight go to their concert i'm looking forward to that that's why we're doing the show early for those of y'all that were asking um mm-hmm. uh you know why are y'all gonna be doing this all the time i don't know about all the time but um you know the we were like if we don't do the show early y'all won't get a show today right. so um and last night i just i took the day the night off because i just could not even guys like yeah i was just so he, he been grind he been grinding i was just so through hard. oh my god you guys you just like don't even know you don't even want to know um ah! but i uh i had a good day though i, I went out to um because i i missed lunch with karen because i was playing basketball mm-hmm. uh and we we uh for some reason they've been starting a little later so we've been playing longer so i've been missing lunch a lot more but uh i still prefer to to get the extra exercise mm-hmm. so i'll just stay and play oh, till everybody leaves that's good but um we uh so we met i missed lunch with karen but i went to roosters i don't know if you remember we went there before uh it's over by um it's over by cowfish on the other side of cowfish where mr that sushi guru place is ah yeah it's been a long time since we went in there anyway i went in there and uh, nobody was in there um and i just ate Did you missed yeah you missed out a lunch crowd right yeah i just ate and i had a nice waitress i think she could smell the pumpkin spice on me because she was really 
really nice to me um she was like are you uh playing hooky or i was like i work for myself so i can eat whenever i want and she was like oh okay that's good and i was like yep and uh i was like um just you know just in here just to get something to eat so i had uh some tomato bisque soup that was so good oh oh shit i love a tomato bisque Mm -hmm. they had cups and bowls i just got a a cup Mm -hmm. but uh it was so good you know for a uh you know it's getting chilly out here guys it's fall we're finally starting to get a little bit of the crispness of winter it's not it's still not i mean it's north carolina so it's not you know i'm sure wherever you guys are you know there's a lot of people who are a lot colder than us so i'm not complaining mm-hmm. no i'm not complaining but we're talking about for here and, and it's almost hard to dress because like when you wake up it'd be like 30 you know by the end of the day it's seven and you're like shit yeah so i went and uh um went in there and uh you know i had some shorts on like the second time i got caught off guard by the weather but uh you know I, I got my flu shot so i'm good but uh yeah i went in there and had some tomato bisque and they had some macaroni and cheese and i had some uh calamari i just ordered like three different appetizers just to try it with the soup and it was all good man i had a good time the waitress was super nice um uh, i read some more ta-nehisi coates new book um which apparently is a collection of essays he wrote for the atlantic mm-hmm. um but he also adds some personal anecdotes it's like one essay for every eight years that obama was in office and then he gives his personal like um like journey that he's gone on since those eight years and i went like i read the bill Cosby chapter yesterday i finished that um man that was crazy because it's just it's amazing how much uh i didn't realize bill Cosby was so on that tour of the black people need to stop blaming racism and do their own thing like i didn't know he was so like that was a whole tour of things he was gonna put a hip-hop album out what yeah with no cussing on it like it was a whole ordeal and uh you know ended up that the scandal with the uh sexual assault stuff started coming out on him and then i guess that stopped all that shit after and his nc double his naacp uh comments were so unpopular that i think he it really was a backlash because there's a lot of uh black people that really do believe in that um self-responsibility uh black people are our own are the own worst enemy mm-hmm. racism right Even in is the- not the problem that people say it is we need to be self-reliant self-sufficient despite any odds systemically against us and a lot of anecdotal like pull your pants up don't rap don't curse don't say nigga like that type of shit and that is a heavy strain within the 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 black community of thought uh it's just something i've never really truly grasped me 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 either and i think that uh how can i say this i think from my perspective a lot of it is very generational um and also it's one of the things where uh children are rebellious and then once they get to a certain age and they realize the world is what the world is they change that and kind of assimilate into society and their way of quote unquote trying to protect the next generation is spilling the same bullshit that you were told um because you've assimilated now once you've assimilated you've bought into pull your pants up you bought into don't wear dreads you bought into 
don't walk out here with natural hair keep your hair relaxed you've bought into this you bought into being dressed a certain way in corporate america you bought into only type of certain only only certain types of black people can make it in this white world like you've literally mm-hmm. bought into that whether you want to believe it or not even if you haven't bought it for full in this fullness you, if if you picked up bits and pieces of it you've bought into it mm-hmm. if somebody if if somebody comes to you and the first thing you tell them is get a belt and pull up your pants you're the problem if you come to you and you don't like the way that they are dressed and you criticize them you're the problem and that's something that people don't want to admit too if you see a a young black mother with a child and instead of you encouraging her and helping her get help you criticize her you're the problem you know and and those types of of, of things that that we as that people have bought into because the thing about it when it comes to whiteness whiteness is able to be whiteness in all its forms you have the rich white people and you got the rednecks but at the end of the day is whiteness across the board black people aren't allowed to be whatever we are across the board you know if you bougie be bougie and love it if you're not do that and love it without it being some form of a judgment against the other party or you're not black enough or you know you can't be like me and and i have a major major problem with that and it's a problem when you talk to black people because it's a it's a lot of black people who actually mean well that's the sad part about it who have literally bought into this and it drives me nuts because like you say when you talk to them and you get down to it y'all are actually on the same page but they've just bought into the bullshit you well i think one of the things is uh like i struggle with this as well which is this fine line between um where the criticism comes from because i feel like we are all programmed by uh white supremacy we're born into it um we may not um benefit from it but we're definitely born into it we're born and then you know various privileges people have and whatnot but um i struggle with it sometimes because i always double and triple check my analysis of things because there's there's never people are not people are not exactly black and white they're not Mm -hmm. very simple most people are pretty complicated and like you said in many cases people are well-meaning and the understanding i have now is not something i always had and the understanding i'll have later is not something that i you know that i can account for right now you know but um there's certain like there's certain things i feel like have been complicated by the fact that we live in a where we're in a culture where we're afraid of the white gaze so there's certain conversations that we have within our sphere that we wouldn't want everyone to be part of there's certain um statements you can make within your to your family and friends that you can't make um in a situation where people feel like white people are viewing you um and and i think oftentimes we don't consider that in why we feel our ways because i think if we examine why we feel a certain way we get to the bottom of it um you know for example a great example to me is leslie jones leslie jones is a complicated figure to a lot of black people because uh she simp one she came to prominence via blackness like it was black rooms black comedy clubs if like if you don't support her like that then you probably just don't really fuck with black comedy like that anyway but she earned her spot like this was not a, a fluke or coincidence she earned a spot in a way that people did not think was necessarily possible for a 40 something year old black female tall dark-skinned loud black woman um and there and so in a lot of cases i feel like people feel 
very insecure about the idea of her getting a job at snl being at ghostbusters because then she crosses over into a place where it's like well now white people are seeing her and when white people are laughing what are they laughing at you know dave Chappelle, the infamous anecdote about the guy who saw him dressed up in like a bee costume or something and laughed and he just didn't like the way that white dude laughed at him like this dude like he's not in on the joke is he laughing at me what like what's so funny right now um and it's that insecurity that we all have to live with um and so it doesn't mean that dave Chappelle or leslie jones or whatever can never do something we disagree with or something that people might have a gripe with but what it does complicate is like well when you see her getting trolled by milo and all these people just because she's a black woman to me i have a hard time um i have a hard time being too critical of her or coming down on her or kicking her out of blackness because i'm uncomfortable with her while knowing that that's exactly the same response that white people have when they see her that are racist they want her gone you know um so i think and i think and i mean i still feel the same way i felt when uh she came up i don't i don't i don't have any problem with leslie jones i love her i stand for her i think she's fucking hilarious um but i i empathize for the black people that have that insecurity about the fact that she has a spotlight on her and they now feel conflicted because white people are watching and you know what i mean that's the thing that happens with everybody and i think it's a it's a process because i would like more people to get to where i am where i don't give a fuck for the most part about how white people view us because they're always going to be racist right and they're like always, they're never we're never going to win that battle there's ever. no way we can act that would possibly please them impress the white people who think we are inferior to them right so i just try not to worry about it because it honestly doesn't matter what they think you know to a certain extent um you know like oh like like this is a big one black people that hate when black people say the n-word mm-hmm. i'm like okay i feel what you're saying but you do realize there's never gonna be a time where collectively all black people stop saying the nick stop saying nigga to each other it's never gonna happen so by leveling that against us as a critique you're essentially demanding this superhuman effort from all black people this superhuman solidarity in order to be respected and it still will not progress us anywhere like we're not gonna you won't get a job now because black people stop saying nigga white people won't stop passing these laws against us because we stop saying nigga they won't get us out of it won't take us out of the prison industrial complex victim like it won't none of it's going to matter but it might i guess make someone's esteem feel better that we're not doing like i don't understand but it's this big ass head trip and i felt like that's what i got from the cosby thing but it's it's deeper than cosby it goes all the way back like to um uh Dubois and like uh um like it it just it goes Booker T like it goes all the way back like motherfuckers have been having this debate in blackness for so long and uh that was one of the things I really liked about reading that coach part about uh Cosby was the historical context of that discussion in the black community about respectability versus um you know self-reliance versus all that other shit i i really did and each way they both get eroded by white supremacy anyway so i just try to 
undo that thinking within me but it's very hard it's very hard yeah it it, it is it's, it's something that's very hard and very difficult because black people as individual have to do themselves and we all have been raised from different backgrounds we all have different experiences in life be it with family and friends and connections and our relationships with white people and our relationship with other black people that help mold a lot of these viewpoints be it good or bad that we've kind of formed into adulthood and yes it's very hard to get to the point where you got to put like this black people will never be completely free until they don't care about white people think because once black people really get to the point where they don't care what white people think that's when a lot of uh things will move forward in the country yeah i just think it's so deep though karen like even on some uh, e- like even the idea that we have to have this unity that i need all black people to think like me um right. that you're less black if you don't even that shit is difficult i mean because there's a line for me like there's certain shit where i see black people saying i'm like oh fuck that nigga like that's the most especially if it's some anti-black shit or homophobic shit or you know like some worshiping white people type shit like i have it in me to be like fuck them they are divorced from what i consider to be blackness they are forever a piece of shit and i'll never fuck with them because i don't think like loving black people has to be some like and it's nothing we we can't ever do anything wrong you know when cam newton says females i'm like that's wrong it you know but i don't kick them out of blackness but at the same time that shit was wrong uh bill cosby being a rapist he can go i'm not defending him because he's black you know um so there's a line to all this shit but you know jason whitlock every day he goes on tv and makes money demonizing black people demagoguing black culture and then getting a pat on the back from white people like he makes his money doing that i can't ever respect that but then there's other shit where it's like uh this black person uh is uh a politician fuck that nigga da 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 doesn't matter what they do right or wrong they gotta go uh this black person is a comedian and i don't like so many jokes them motherfuckers out of blackness gotta go you know like it's just certain shit where i'm like man there's this animosity in us that pushes us apart from each other and i feel like that is part of that is white supremacist thinking because it is very much like you're more disposable because you're black and i disagree with you as opposed to people that i know won't be able to beat we can't get rid of them you know so like kevin spacey can't be getting rid of so gotten rid of so essentially he will forever and always be around but we might can get rid of a a black person that does the same thing now this is not to say we should protect both this is to say there's this there's something within us that makes us be protective of that black person because we know that that equal and opposite treatment isn't there you know as opposed to saying no 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 white predators should be gotten rid of too uh as opposed to saying um like when it's uh uh for example let's say uh who said some fuck shit lately van jones van jones remember how people did van jones last year well it was like he gotta go fuck him forever he's done i don't like him he's talking about uh we need to uh we need to be nice to these trump voters or he gave trump uh credit for being presidential in a speech one time and i was just like wow that er so erase everything van jones has ever done because i don't know that that's enough for me personally to be like fuck van jones this nigga da 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 
but we are very like there's an anger i think that for what has been done to us mm-hmm. that makes us kind of turn on each other like i said it's certain shit i think there's lines where i i would guess we should all kind of have like when someone's an abuser when someone doesn't respect the humanity of others when someone's a homophobe transphobe those type of things where i'm like we should be able to get together on that right but then there's other shit where it's like uh you know uh chrisette michelle singing at the fucking uh inauguration which i thought was fucking stupid Mm -hmm. but at the same time like okay like that's what your dumb ass believe like you believe in a guy that says turn the other cheek and hug everybody and it'll work out i don't believe in any of that shit but i don't feel like well now you gotta go from blackness right for that but i think that's a strong part of our culture and it's like i said i i'm still working through it but it feels like part of that even comes from white supremacy of this like whoop you're no good to me bye you know correct and a lot of it out of the hurt and the pain of generations a lot of this is a form of self-protection a lot of people right. do this as a way to protect themselves because a lot of people they're tired of being hurt they're tired of being disappointed they're tired of dealing with the bullshit on their job they're tired of dealing with the shit coming out of washington like they're just flat tired so and like we said before it's a lot of angry people in this country all across the board and because a lot of people feel like they have no control any little thing that pops up that they can give their opinion on they'll give it and it is going to be so over the top and that over the topness is not because the situation is that important it's because they angry about other shit i think yeah that's a huge i think also there's a power in anger that we just don't have in other areas right and definitely self-protection like you brought up i like which is why i don't really get mad at the detractors of people like there's been many times on this show where i see people you know while we cover something I'm like yeah i mean if you think don lemon coon what the fuck i'm gonna say right like uh, i understand your reasoning because you're a human being too and we not perfect like perfect vulcans of logic like we are emotional as well we see shit and we go i like your feelings of of betrayal and anger are valid too um Chrisette michelle Chrisette michelle's people that feel betrayed by her that's valid too like they yeah they're, they're not wrong to feel a betrayal from the fact that i supported your black ass because we were supposed to be in this together and then the second you can get a check from the inauguration or whatever the fuck you're like i'm out i'm gonna go i'm gonna go praise trump give send him love and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna be the one to change things and like but then he don't want to meet you after the inauguration he don't ever call you you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when your fan support dries up among black people who especially black women who 94 percent voted for hillary clinton that did vote like you have to look back and be like okay that was a tactical mistake but i also still i guess and maybe it's just something i struggle with but i also still feel empathy for her because i'm like i don't know if you saw all that coming or deserved all the shit that you got over the fact that you stepped out of step with blackness for for the one time in your career or life you know right and, and my thing and, and this is also something that kills me and why in my opinion why a lot of black people are very very reluctant to strike out 
and be bold and start their own because black people don't allow black people to fucking fail they don't allow them to make mm. errors publicly they don't allow them to make mistakes publicly they act like everybody that goes forth has to be motherfucking perfect and you have to do exactly what they want to do or else they well, kick you I, out okay i don't want to go that far because i think we do allow people to fail sometimes because we also had a protection of blackness correct sometimes to the point of why well, i think it's almost like enabling yes it can you know be what i mean times. like like there's like i said it's just not there's not this imagined solidarity right, that's right, there like right. and i've seen it both ways know, we, that's why i said that right, right we've seen people that have been completely fucked up right and people still be like but they black though i gotta go give them my money i gotta support this because what happens if they not there you know so and i don't and i definitely don't believe in that either like you know like if i support you it's not just because you black like if you get my dollars it's because you do something well period like it's no no such thing as just uh you this motherfucker is terrible for everybody but you know what gotta give support a black man some people do that though yeah they do so i'm not even trying to say like like i'm sure there's people that still support chris of the people who support chris at right now i guarantee you it's none of the white people that applauded her for the inauguration and it's probably some of the black people that even as they like folded their arms and went really they're probably the only people left in her corner which make that's why it's so tragic to me the whole thing you know it's always tragic when people do that but yeah that's what that article made me think about is that schism in the black community mm-hmm. and just how long it's been there because like forever i mean this shit went all the way back to like right after slavery um i mean mm-hmm. coach is an amazing art uh, writer he's real research um and he's able to see certain connections that I, I do find amazing um so yeah i thought it was uh so far it's been a good read that's what i did yesterday uh i finished i finished angela y davis's book um that was also a great read it's a collection of speeches that she gave mostly so kind of like the coach thing where it's like these are articles he's written and he's adding personal anecdotes these were it was interviews and speeches that she gave um and uh same thing man i i she's an amazing mind i i marvel at just how she's able to um connect everybody's struggles because i i feel that way like everybody's struggles are connected yeah they are and we can if we can see each other through our struggles then i feel like there's a humanity and a empathy there that can come that can combine efforts and make shit change but other than but if we can't do that if we can only see our own and be like fuck everybody else then i feel like that's just how why shit stays the way it is and i understand people that do that but that's kind of why shit stays the same correct and uh and i think for me um uh particularly after uh the election now i'm in a better place because initially after the election i was very very mad and very angry and bitter and sad and depressed uh like a lot of black people are and that's something that a lot of black people will never get over that hurt that anger that betrayal you know because it's a lot of portrayal particularly with a lot of uh black women when it comes to white women and that solidarity solidarity is only for you but it never goes my way mm-hmm. type of shit and like, and like also historical right also right back to slavery also right like forever we've had this shit right and so that that, that kind of goes down yeah because when you was talking about uh extending and looking at at people as human beings and things like that you know i had to check um my empathy my sympathy i had to check uh my heart for caring and extending out for a while because i was so angry i was like fuck them like literally fuck them all and i was on that platform for a very long time 
um but also the thing is the change has to come within them i can't make them change Mm -hmm. and the hard part is i see them as human beings the problem is it's not reciprocated and that's where the disconnect comes and that's why we can't get a change in a lot of these things going on like the thing is truth be told still fuck them articles that come out and talk about how these white people felt bad that they've been betrayed but still they're human beings and they allowed the, their racism to blind them and the thing about it racism is a hell of a drug and racism uh will actually make you think that you have more power and more authority in your life than you do it'll make you think that you're better than people around you when in reality you're not you're actually average or below average but racism gives you this illusion that you are better than these brown people particularly lower to middle class white people it gives them that illusion and they drink that water and because they drink that water it causes so many problems in our society because at the end of the day most white people and most black people are on the same boat we're we're actually on the same boat but because you've been tricked by racism and whiteness you believe in your heart that you're better your children's better your children are better and 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 that's part of the problem well, i don't even think we're in the same boat for a lot of stuff because uh generational wealth and stuff like that that they've had advantages of we're in this if we're in the same boat most of us they're at the part that drowns last correct but they 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 will let the boat drown as long as we go first yes. you know um and i and, you know i and i struggle with that too because i just but it's not really about them because i do think for the most part white people are trash and like the best version of white people is mostly useless um because of white supremacy like they right. it's not like they woke up and was just like i'm gonna be useless today but Mm-mm. like even uh the well-meaning white person is gonna still have problems you know well-meaning men i'm a well-meaning man but i'm a i'm gonna still have certain shit i can never grasp or i don't get it instantly because i've never experienced certain things right. or i'm gonna struggle with certain shit because i'm gonna identify with a man without thinking about it because that's what i've been taught my whole life like programming is a motherfucker yes it is what i think is for me uh and this is just speaking for myself is um i just don't want to live in constant anger right i just don't want to live that way i don't want my existence on this earth to have been one where i didn't get to embrace joy i didn't get to relax i didn't get to i mean like it's a running joke at this point um but to a certain extent like this stuff about the the uggs and the pumpkin spice and all that shit Mm. um it really it really has made a difference in my life because i really do enjoy myself like it's funny it's silly but i'm also just being like oh man like i'm just gonna think about me today like i'm not gonna today is not the day where i'm gonna just snap the action on everything today is not a day where i'm gonna you know go out and look for uh articles and shit that's gonna piss me off like today i'm taking a day for me or um you know there's only so much i can do let me calm the fuck down you know certain things like that but it it is little things that you get to enjoy enjoy sometimes and that shit is a privilege too you know being seen as a human being is a privilege all that shit in our society but yeah the the my personal like growth and shit is not a place is not something that i find uh when i'm angry i normally end up doing things i regret or saying things i don't mean or um 
or just cutting off emotions that would enrich me cutting off experiences that would enrich me because i'm too angry i'm like i don't want to do that shit i don't want to talk to anybody i don't want to see anyone i don't want to read anything i don't want to communicate with you so i've been trying to kind of let that shit go but i mean because we're black and in america we'll always be angry it's like being the hulk you know what i mean like you're never not angry truly but there's a, a part of us that i feel like we almost have you know we deny it as human beings we get denied it i think that's why we die sooner in a lot of ways yes, cases Heart attacks, i think that's why our health is worse in mm-hmm. many cases i think you know it compounded by the fact that we don't get the same care that we don't have the same resources mm-hmm. all that shit but then part of that shit is just like i don't know it's like these boxes we get trapped in so uh but yeah I, uh, none of this is on the topics uh but whatever um but yeah i i, I think that anger that that especially probably all of us have since 2016 election um and some way before that even um i feel like it's intoxicating because it does make us feel powerful like what makes us feel more powerful than being like i'm gonna cancel so-and-so today or fuck your fave y'all really y'all trying to let so-and-so do nothing makes us feel more powerful than saying that shit but at the end of the day a lot of times that's that's it's it's inept like we're not able to actually get that thing canceled we're not able to make so-and-so stop being people's fave but temporarily but we feel powerful in that moment because we like yelling at everybody you know and and that is a powerful feeling but and we all go through it but at the end of the day the human condition is that most people will not be motivated to change something like that sadly the the sad sadly the thing i've seen change things the most in my life is guilt you know what i mean people feeling bad you know this this purge of white hollywood it's all about men finally feeling some kind of some type of way bad way about being bad people um when uh when you look at uh civil rights laws and shit it's all because white people are feeling bad you know like oh wow look at us on tv put sicking dogs on these black children okay that that now i feel bad what what can we do Can, can we vote on a thing can we pull a statue down like it's not a significant change but i feel like that's mostly where the shit comes from is is guilt you know anger doesn't last long enough to really affect true change because people can't always stay angry anger's anger's a, a flash emotion it's not a constant emotion um you know when i think about anger you know even with the civil war right like they fought a whole civil war there was only somewhat level of equality for black people in the south for eight years before they were like uh segregation no 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 no. i'm not mad at these people that we killed anymore i'm not mad at them for defecting from the country anymore i'm not mad at them about um trying to secede i'm not mad at them anymore because anger don't last that long like as soon as the fight's over you're like okay how can we make up and you know how they make up by putting black people in segregation again like i just don't i so anyway i think about that shit personally not just from a country-wide standpoint but i'm like i i, I want to be resolute beyond just being anger angry correct and also something uh particular but it is particularly with all the things that's been happening you know since the election and i'm gonna tell you right now I know you you talked about you know you and your uh, white woman of color mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna lie it's uh, y'all it's kind of contagious if that makes sense mm-hmm. because she was joking but now she be eating my pumpkin spice cheerios y'all oh, they do de- them fucking spice cheerios is flame emojis mm-hmm. um 
you want some of this pumpkin spice coffee with this pumpkin spice bellies in it ah uh, shit i might take you, a sip everybody say you know i only drink coffee dog don't take a sip i said it might be good tastes like a milkshake trace it mm-hmm. oh this is good you know what i'm saying that's what i'm talking about oh that's delicious dog the shit is real the shit look white women stumbled on something with this pumpkin spice and y'all can be mad at me if y'all won't i see the little snide comments on my page but let me tell you something i'm over here living my best life okay and the jealousy oh, that is and the insecurity i see coming at me on social media why don't you spice up your life try it see see if i'm wrong see if i'm wrong i went into the uh abc store to get this pumpkin spice alcohol and the man behind the counter came from behind the counter and helped me find pumpkin spice alcohol y'all oh shit that's what i'm talking about never happened to me before in my life i don't know you wander around for hours and they won't even mess with you i don't know if it was the uggs i don't know if it's the pumpkin spice lotion i don't know but all i know is i mean it's like i I don't know y'all seen that eddie murphy skit where he was white in makeup maybe it's like that i don't know (laughs) that shit i've never had that shit happen to me before dude say hey can i help you find something i was looking around like who the fuck is he talking to Ah! (laughs) i was like well actually i'm looking for the crown royal or the pumpkin spice if y'all got anything with pumpkin spice in he was like oh we don't got that pumpkin spice crown royal but we do have pumpkin spice baileys and i was like well show me where that's at and he took me to the corner and everything and i'm surprised they got a pumpkin spice section Mm. it's amazing y'all i'm getting discounts at target it's i'm trying to tell you they stumbled onto something i think you know some of this jealousy i gotta let it go because i if we can just camouflage ourselves in pumpkin spice for the winter and the fall i'm willing to do it i'm trying to tell you i've never had i've never owned a pair of uggs but honey i might my my next thing on the wish list might be me some uggs so i am looking and it's you know and it it makes you feel better you know it literally make i walk in the house and it smells like pumpkin and your spirits get lifted no matter how, i know it might sound silly no matter how your day how my day been at work and it is just really really contagious and it's something that i can tell it has actually made a made a change in the whole entire house you know i'm living my white woman life vicariously through you and so you know i have really been loving it like we went to that place where um we got them whatever them chips was it was delicious um Mm what's i don't forgot the name of them chips but them chips were delicious oh them, them new orleans chips mm-hmm. yeah them new orleans chips and and all kinds of stuff i had me a a pool uh a pork belly sandwich that was goddamn all oh, that sounds was so good um which, yeah i normally wouldn't even eat that but we was i said you know what this looks super white on yelp but it i put on my uggs and i went up in there you know what they were super nice to us they was we had kombucha for the first time it, it was good mm-hmm. i had uh what was it um lavender soda it mm-hmm. was actually pretty good you had yep. strawberry then your raspberry strawberry strawberry soda. and something it was mm-hmm. delicious so it, I, it was really really good and we opened up my life to new experiences i'm trying to tell y'all we've been trying all the little white folks spots in the middle of nowhere and them and everywhere we've been has been really good we went to this uh little french place amelie's amelie's but they still have like baguettes and all kind oh that breakfast was delicious yeah they had croissants with uh, listen spice up your life is what spice up your life honey you honey use your yep out google me whatever you have and just be like let me go try because i know why i know why y'all don't want to try it black people okay i know why because it's white and we got you know we got some issues with white folks and i understand 
but i'm just saying if you don't try something because it's white think about all the shit you're gonna miss out in life white people try to take everything and low-key i would bet money it ain't even really white because white people don't invent anything come on i bet i so bet it's probably slave invented right pumpkin spice back in the day and they was like no nigga you don't get credit we probably taking pumpkin spice black but we don't recognize <laughs> right? it without knowing okay the same way i felt about rock and roll my whole life till recently it was like oh shit niggas made this like it's just sometimes you just don't know so i say go try you some pumpkin spice and find out i'm just trying to help y'all help um, help yourselves right out. I, pumpkin spice oreos is good oh them yes they was they the were pumpkin delicious spice, little debbie rose was good oh them was good i'm i can't finish the pumpkin spice wafers wafers oh I, I waxed them off nigga you shouldn't have left do you but you shouldn't have left the bag open mocking me for bringing them in the house and could and then ate them all ate them all nigga them was the best sugar wafers ever pumpkin spice cheerios is good people sending me pictures of them trying psls that's what we call pumpkin spice lattes y'all oh shit i've never had a pumpkin spice latte mm-hmm. they uh they they sending me pictures on, on instagram and twitter and stuff like go live your life man have fun mm-hmm. C- come out the pumpkin spice closet y'all i was uh i, I guess uh you must be doing too much pumpkin spice because i was scrolling down facebook you know periodically they throw the ass in front of you mm-hmm. and i seen the ad that was like uh pumpkin spice for breeze i was like oh i might go buy this Mm. i didn't know they had that i might have Me to get either. that I, it must have been hey you mm. hey you've been you've been liking too much pumpkin shit here's some extra pumpkin mm. i'm gonna go check uh check amazon for that uh no. all right let's talk about news guys all kinds of news happening out here um i feel like we can skip fucking with black people today no you know no i'm gonna do it <laughs> i'm gonna do it anyway all right you know me i'm all about skipping that section yeah yeah we'll, we'll speed through some of this but we'll talk about it um i didn't know about this but uh i saw it on my timeline today on twitter apparently there's a woman that has accused neil degrasse tyson of oh uh and it goes back a couple years but because of the me too thing is getting attention now correct you know now she's not famous i guess so i guess you can make the argument that um two years ago she probably had a hard time getting traction with this but she had tweeted out a blog post about it um i and literally i had i hadn't even heard of it Mm -hmm. my black ass running in my black ass spaces surrounded by pretty much mostly black films even i hadn't heard of it i'm sure this is news to a lot of people listening to this right now right um and he just hasn't even addressed it like he's not answering questions about it he's been asked about it on social media by journalists and stuff and he's just not responding i don't i mean my thing is if you didn't do it i guess the only proper response is i didn't do it but then i don't know how you prove that you didn't do something that correct you're you know like i don't i don't like i don't have the answers to be honest um i've never been and hopefully never be falsely accused of anything um period you know but at the same time like i don't know what you do if it's i feel like the response if it's false is the same as the response if it's true great people always just say i didn't do it um uh he was married at the time he said uh i mean uh she said she was a grad student uh he went to uh they were both grad students at the university of texas austin in 1984 she made allegations back in 2014 and 2016 but because of the me too hashtag people now are paying attention and uh she just tweeted out hashtag me too and it only got 15 retweets even to till now so that means wow you know (laughs) 
it's just, it's just kind of wild because i feel like part of the me too thing that is frustrating for so many people of color is that it is very much about whiteness without speaking on directly on it because mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna see white people necessarily pick this up and run with it now i don't know what that says about the targets or the people that are the victims of sexual assault that are black but um or maybe it's just about being famous because maybe if it was gabrielle union people would feel differently but i don't know but there's there is a a level to this of white involvement that is so powerful with me too that i feel like a lot of people have shrugged it off um well a lot of black people we have kind of shrugged it off because of that uh she accused him of first drugging her with a mickey before raping her she tweeted this in 2016 linking to a blog post from 2014 um she wrote um what would you say to my parents if i told them when it had happened that you had slipped me a mickey and that you raped me when i was unconscious what would you say to them now if, if they were still alive what will you say to your wife the woman that was on the phone as you handed me the water to drink in a cup of i'm assuming in, out of a coconut shell uh it says account shell but i'm pretty sure that's a typo uh do you have any idea how your act of violence affected my life the lives of my parents my ex-husband my daughters and anyone and everyone that has anything to do with me uh she later tweeted that she once confronted him about it but he was totally confused uh writer and author david mcafee has been trying to get tyson to comment on the allegations but so far nothing uh and he's adding them on twitter like responding to stuff and nothing from neil degrasse tyson so i don't know uh kind of like that nelly thing when the the thing first broke i don't know what's true i don't know what's not i don't know um i don't know if there's physical evidence or uh like the fact that maybe they both knew each other there or they went to the same school at the same time i don't know but it's kind of interesting that this accusation has been out there for two at least two years that we know on the public record and he's never said anything about it or had to say anything about it um so i don't know and like i said it's it's odd that she's a black woman and nobody gave a fuck until me too started nobody you know and even now i would say that it's still kind of on the back burner of the me too shit mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened uh three engineers sue uber over unequal pay claiming sex and racial discrimination i believe them man uber just got bad just everything like they just they don't give a fuck man they just every week just some shit uh <laughs> is uber the florida taxi cabs uh three latina I, mean, I know they're not taxi cabs but you know like a form of a taxi cab service mm-hmm. oh we we was picking up what you was putting oh, okay three latina software engineers are suing uber for allegedly discriminating against women and people of color riders reports that ingrid avendano um roxana del toro lopez and anna medina filed a lawsuit on tuesday in superior court uh san francisco it claims that they were compensated less because their gender and race oh boy that's not even drivers that's uh people that work in the corporate right right mm-hmm. yeah um according to routers the lawsuit says uber used an employee ranking system that's not based on valid and reliable performance measures and gave women latino american indian and african-american employees lower scores than men and white or asian employees in this system female employees and employees of colors are systemically undervalued compared to their male white or asian uh, american peers 
uh is still is still employed at uber while i while the other two have left and uh the three are being represented by jahan sagafi of utin and golden uh a law firm that specializes in employee rights mm-hmm. and they can still do this but the laws they're trying to pass they're trying to strip away uh employees rights to get together like this and do some do like class actions lawsuits and shit like that like they're trying to get rid of that uber stay in court more than the nfl come on like them both of them motherfuckers stay in court also bullshit just nothing to do with work just nothing but just uh, i guess it gotta go to uber's lawyers must be so paid dog they must like do they do hourly billing or do they just have a lump sum because jesus christ man mm-hmm. and you know uh every time something uh, like this happen all that happen you know that gift where like the dude is there and like a woman with the glasses come in the background like ooze her head in front of the dude mm-hmm. that's what lyft is every time uber be looking crazy lyft be like hey hey y'all forgot about us right every time uh you see a lyft commercial i mean over commercial you see a, a lyft commercial sneak his head in front of hey we here too dog you can use us mm-hmm um yep so uh let's see what else is happening here uh crisper is a type of bacon where chinese scientists said they have created genetically modified low-fat pigs no thank you no thank you low-fat pigs you was just talking about losing weight getting your numbers down someone takes the time to invent low-fat pigs not turkey bacon not chicken bacon not chicken sausage uh they a whole ass type of pig made specifically to make your bacon a little bit healthier and you say no is, I mean, a, is there a reasoning for for this niggatry that i'm experiencing <laughs> right now yes it is because i'm a pig elitist i like my pigs the way they supposed to be greasy and tasting like pig okay that's sad yeah it is sad i like my bacon center cut bacon thick cut bacon apple maker b- bacon or whatever else kind of bacon it is them pork bellies what i'm gonna have a low low fat pork sandwich no thank you science is trying to bring uh health to your life and keep and you can still keep the swine and you don't want to respect I, it i guess my question is this how's it gonna taste are y'all gonna trick me like y'all do with y'all soft free ketchup that shit don't taste like goddamn ketchup yeah but you at least tried it one time to see I you're did. not even planning on trying this come I, on can all right, I'll I'll try a piece. You said yesterday. You Come love on, them. so calling them thugs? Call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. Just call them niggers, Karen. You said that you love BLTs yesterday. I do. And you wouldn't even try a low fat pig BLT. Wouldn't even try it. Not even a bite. What is that? I will try a piece of bacon, but then but then you know it's all cuts of pig, so um are you gonna tell me i'm gonna get that same saltiness that i get from my bacon that same i don't know i had to try to see they made 12 healthy pigs with about 24 percent less body fat than normal pigs scientists created low-fat pigs in the hopes of providing pig farmers with animals that would be less expensive to raise and would suffer less in cold weather there's a big issue for the pig industry it's pretty exciting animals have less body fat because they have a gene that allows them to regulate their body temperatures better than by burning fat 
that could save farmers millions of dollars in heating and feeding costs as well as prevent millions of piglets from suffering and dying in cold weather they can maintain the body temperature much better which means they can survive better in cold weather and then we eat them uh this is a paper that is technologically quite important said robert michael roberts professor in the department of animal sciences at the university of missouri uh he edited the paper for the scientific journal it demonstrates a way that you can improve the welfare animals as say at the same as improving the product for those animals the meat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have to try a piece Uh, well okay that's better than just mm mm-mm so i'll take I'm, it i'm right i i just refuse you know when we go to the the fancy noodle place and i get my ramen with pork in it i want it to taste like pork i don't know why you're assuming it wouldn't but fine i don't know when they because when they cut something out they substituting it in with something else mm-hmm. taco bell is testing an unholy kit kat quesadilla in the u.s new kit kat it's only a dollar hmm. i'm gonna have to try they this they want your money a dollar how the fuck uh first bite on social media reported by brand eating the chocodilla wait chocoladilla not a chocoladilla is it coming out for halloween it's quite simply a quesadilla filled with bits of melted kit kat bars and plates of cheese taco bell tested the project in uk restaurants last fall before bringing it to the u.s earlier this month where in the u.s how do i get my hands on this it's probably not i guarantee it's not everywhere not everywhere in the united states yeah it, oh wisconsin taco bell right yeah yeah they probably do they probably testing it you know how they do the testing them small markets and then branch out and you in wisconsin that's you know that's doing it in like a la mm. or new york or LA, you know one of the larger cities there's no tea in wisconsin but uh yes i i, I maybe i'll make it at home well actually no off eating cho- uh kit kats like that i apologize to the children already so i'm not gonna try it i'm gonna leave it alone guys you're welcome <laughs> nobody at me about don't do it i'm not gonna do it all right you win america y'all don't want to see win. a black man eat kit kats any other way that he want to apparently i can only eat them the right way like master tacha one at a time so i guess you i'll just stop you eat your kit kats the way you want to eat them you didn't offend me Mm-hmm. a lot of these negroes Cause I got just, all up in arms like i was adjacent with like a kit kats and shit that's sad to see the white man programming y'all it's so many flavors of kit kat them strawberry ones are flames mm-hmm. this is sad to see but you know how it is black people keep turning on each other um all right guys uh let's, spice kit kats what's next you know don't play it's probably out there it probably, probably exists um uh, let's do some fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go around the globe, we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people, and we assign point scores from 0 to 100 and end of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. Oh, my bad. I meant to stop that computer moving slow now um all right let me see who's fucking with us today um um right get back in here sorry i had to close firefox real quick because it was moving it was freezing on me uh 
but I know a lot of people are still gonna be fucking with black people. Um, oh yeah, that ain't never gonna stop. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see who we got on the docket. Um, here's one: officials and uh, referees. Officials, you know, uh, referees uh, who walked off of a field at a New Jersey football game mm-hmm. because they didn't like the protest of the high school kids uh, who were uh, kneeling for the flag. Uh, they have a history of racist posts on social media. You don't say. Uh, I am, uh, I for one, Karen, I'm shocked. Mm mm. You're, you're not shocked? Mm mm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I'm the only one who, uh, feels let down by these obviously white referees. Um,. An official who walked off the field in uh, in a protest Friday after seeing players from Monroe High School kneel during the national anthem made racial and insensitive comments on social media, but claimed his account was hacked. We don't believe you. Mm. Mm. Come on! So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all had got together and decided this is the bullshit y'all was gonna do, but you didn't expect people to investigate you. Mm-hmm. I want. I mean, listen. Receipts are, are. It's a matter of life at this point. It's just a fact of life. If you do something fucked up, people are coming for the receipt. They're coming with the receipts for your ass. Okay. And this is, you know, there's good and bad to it. Yeah, but uh, this is one of those bad. times where it's good to me. Fuck this nigga. Um, on Facebook post from January 21st, showing a picture of President Barack Obama, First Lady Michelle Obama, Ernie Lunardelli. Told, uh, wrote yeah thanks for fucking up the country back to the zoo back to the zoo Karen what does that mean come on so calling them thugs call, just call them niggers just call them niggers I think that's what that means Karen mm-hmm. just call them niggers dude. on another face uh uh, about president donald trump's inauguration he put he also posted back to the zoo i hate slavery um meanwhile his son and other the other official anthony lunardelli described oh you know it runs in the family y'all what y'all think he said he described giants quarterback eli manning as having jew luck jew luck those lucky ass jews you guys know historically y'all ever just be like man eli manning just has the luck of a jew with his interception throwing ass that's what it is right in front of everybody's salad right in front of my salad doll how dare you Ernie Lonardelli is 54. His son is 27. Anthony stood for the anthem and then abruptly left the field after seeing the Monroe players kneeling before the game against the Colts Neck uh, Friday night. Colts Neck? That's the name of the team? All right. Ernie Lunardelli said he's against anyone disrespecting our country, our flag, and the armed forces. But disrespecting niggers and Jews, well, that's just life. Come on. He uh, told Ernie told the New Jersey Advanced Media Sunday night that his Facebook account had been hacked. So yeah, they both was hacked then, right? And he did not make the comments. I was hacked. He said, "I'm not a racist. My best friend is black." He li- mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have a question. If you were hacked, uh, why didn't you report this when these 
shits posted months ago mm. yeah that's funny you were hacked in january and yet you did not admit to being hacked until the day after you, you walked out the field you ain't take it down you ain't been like oops my bad it's mm. a good point Karen. i don't believe you maybe he was lying is that what you're trying to say what i mean are you gonna accuse this man of lying it seems like you are i would never do that okay because i'm just saying feels mighty accurate it feels are you being sarcastic right now I feel like you're being sarcastic i, I don't know <laughs> maybe it's just me they asked, Working the field. that's part of that <laughs> senator i'm a house nigga they asked him that's what he said um i was hacked i'm not racist my best friend is black he lives in a condo i own on <laughs> whoa <laughs> So you got slaves? Right. <laughs> he lives he's, in the condo he's, he's I own. Out, he's out there on a 40 acre. Oh, I'm just a slave. Oh. Yes. Come on, man. He lives I'm in the condo. I'm just a slave. Just a slave out here for master. <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to get a, a, a interview uh, where we get a comment from his, uh, his black uh, friend who he owns his housing and see what he has to say about uh oh that's what he would say i would assume um he says uh i don't know somebody put my picture on there i have no idea i don't know where this has come from i don't know what to tell you i never did anything Mm-mm. anthony the son didn't respond to a phone message seeking comment uh four players from my have been kneeling for the national anthem for most of the season so this is the refs did this as a as a stunt right they knew that those guys were going to kneel and then they were going to walk off the field right just like mike pence uh did at the colts game mm-hmm. two of the players are black and the other two are mixed race ernie lunar deli uh said he he lives in monroe and his son played football for the high school and graduated in 2008 ernie lunar deli said weeks ago he informed the officials uh a signer for the middlesex conference uh thomas polakas that he would walk off the field if any players knelt for the anthem before his games they was like fuck you this is what you were saying do it mm-hmm. and if i was them, i wouldn't pay you in fact i would fire you do your job because mm-hmm. now we got to go find backup refs mm-hmm. uh so yeah when well, he and the son witnessed the players kneeling friday they abruptly left the game darian barnes the coach of the opposing team from coast next said ernie lunardelli turned to the monroe players and shouted in their direction barnes also said the other official had to pull lunardelli off the field ernie lunardelli denied shouting at any players friday oh they just lie about everything mm-hmm. yeah you, you i'm surprised you probably didn't call them players niggers yeah he said sunday the alleged racist comments were just trying to stir up something my facebook was hacked he added it was a real long time ago i'm standing by what i did it has nothing to do with race or anything else mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. you wouldn't you would never you and your son and all the muslim ones would never ref because you know what everybody else that have problems with this guess what they got their asses out there and referee the motherfucking games zero to a hundred karen a hundred i would give it a hundred as well as well uh protesters played mexican folk song la bomba to drown out neo-nazi speech at white lives matter rally in tennessee before fascist organizers canceled their second event because only 30 nazis turned up ah! they walk out of that la 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 bomba these are some weak ass racists i'm just telling you mm, but that's the thing the kkk is rolling over in this grave everybody do everything online because it don't work i'm not trying to find it don't require no real work it's real easy to post comments online and 
call people niggas online and do all that shit online but when it come to actually physically put out this you may have even went to the meeting but like yeah i meet you at the park club after y'all finished but you, most people are not willing to take their asses out there that's why you know when people talk about uh trump that's why people talking about nobody showed this inauguration yeah because they don't want to be associated with it but they still support it i mean are y'all a hate group or a dislike group you know what are y'all doing out there this is terrible um at any rate these motherfuckers went out there and got I I like Lobamba uh yeah neo-nazi rally in tennessee was upstaged by mexican party music on sunday saturday as anti-fascist protesters used la bomba to drown out hate speech michael hill leader of the white lives matter rally in shelbyville was attempting to speak out on behalf of his 300 followers when between 800 to a thousand counter protesters drowned him out with the classic mexican folk song hill clearly frustrated is seeing the footage said to the crowd of revelers oh you can party all you want you degenerate whores but we are just getting started then he immediately stopped well that's not good that's the opposite of what you said was gonna happen white man Mm-mm-mm. ain't that sad yeah, you mean to stop when you look at 39 versus the 800 to a thousand people that showed up and that's the thing a lot of them get out there and you make these announcements and then counter people show up and all of a sudden it becomes a problem Mm-hmm. almost as if you didn't uh you didn't plan out for any resistance to your Mm-mm. white nationalism nope. that's why a lot of times now they starting to do shit like in the middle of the night and shit like that where they know one two in the morning they know nobody's gonna take their asses out there mm-hmm. uh i guess it's not the same as reddit when you gotta put on a jacket and leave the actual house right and get off that goddamn computer all right um i have the video of him at the rally Let's see if i can play it for you guys make it a little bit bigger for everybody on the screen counter protesters are playing music over michael hill speaking oh, shit, can't even hear him Y'all so great, y'all can't even get y'all sound system set up right. It's another got a fucking live band. That's beautiful. That I love that. Yeah, they came out there with the like somebody said with the church basement PA system, and they were like, "Oh, word, that's Mm -hmm. what you got." Zero for me. Zero too. Zero for me. Yeah, they were partying hard too. Let's move into white people news while I have everybody's undivided attention. Um, since uh, we got to start getting ready to get on the road in a second, guys, get mm-hmm. out of here so we can make it to Raleigh and I'm uh, excited. And go see a concert, guys. Go see Living Color in concert. Mm-hmm. It'll be my first rock concert. I'm excited. Yeah, I hope we got the earplugs ready, guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody told us bring earplugs, so I guess it's gonna be super loud. I don't know, um, but I'll bring some just in case, you know. 
but yeah so um white people news guys gotta talk about it but first gotta play this song Just 
That one, at least that one was jamming. Mm, okay, Karen. Feel like you you hating a little bit, but uh, shout out to Travis or whatever his name is. Mm-mm. Appreciate him uh, taking the time. Boo that man! Especially that scratching at the end. Now that was me. I did like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta talk about that, Charles man. You gone. You gonna be great with your lavender. Be Go. Mm-hmm. People are officially done with John Kelly after his uh, absurd civil war comments. John Kelly, the dude that they tried to trot out there is the reasonable uh, Trump general motherfucker. And I was like, mm, seemed like a racist white man to me. And then he lied on uh, Congressman uh, Frederica, Congresswoman Frederica. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, fuck this nigga. Well, apparently he uh, came out on Fox News and said some absurd comments about the Civil War. Yeah, I could have told y'all that was he was going to say that. And like, I was who was anybody shocked or anything i feel like everybody maybe white people were shocked because they did trot that out heavy like he's the general with integrity and he would never say this that or the other and it's like mm, i don't know so he lied on a black woman that seems pretty much the fucking <laughs> the, the the uh theme of this administration i don't i don't know why y'all thought he had integrity but apparently it took him lying about uh lying about the fucking uh civil war for people to say it mm-hmm. yeah um he said that the civil war was caused by a lack of ability to compromise on what they never say why do they you know ta Coast coast had a great thread on twitter about it about like this one this comments are absurd obviously but two there's this idea that there wasn't a compromise on slavery before it was all about compromise the three-fifths compromise even like come on they <laughs> called it compromise in the law right america was very complicit uh as a as a unit and compromise with slavery the whole fucking time abraham lincoln just said y'all need to stop expanding slavery y'all can have it he wasn't even an abolitionist you they made him an abolitionist when they were like we seceding from the country and come come get it if y'all want it and they came and got it that's it really had very little to do with uh the ideology of abolishing slavery at all but right you know i mean i guess if you see compromise as only white people then he has point if you see white people still to this day as the only people who deserve freedom and citizenship then he does have a point because like why y'all so mad over how we treating these niggers but that's only if you concede that he's literally only thinking of white people because the white people is just a difference in ideology you know it's like it's not life and death yeah it's like asking them to manufacture goods in a different way if you consider black people not human correct anyway um everybody roasted him on twitter whatever mm-hmm. i never fuck with that nigga anyway Mm-mm. uh court partially blocks trump's uh directive on transgender military ban uh, so uh 
yeah judge in u.s district court for dc ruled monday that trump's directive changed the transgender policy back to what it was before june 2016 uh, and banning new transgender recruits from enlisting cannot be enforced while the case works its way through the court however the judge denied the plaintiff's motion to block the ban on funds for transgender reassignment surgery so he only partially blocked it right so that's still fucked up mm-hmm. uh three former trump campaign officials got charged by the special counsel um uh mueller Mueller, i think is how you pronounce his name um he indicted three of them niggas and one of them like he was snitching so he sound like he they called him a some type of cooperation proactive cooperation or something basically mm-hmm. he probably might have been wearing a wire or some shit yeah didn't one of them turn themselves in yeah all three of them did uh but they back um on house arrest right now they had five million dollar bail and had the money to be able to pay it that's amazing of course um probably russian money how did they pay them how did i won't see the denominations they paid uh but in yeah rubles, whatever right i don't know what they got in rush yeah uh so he uh he uh but yeah they i mean they them indictments cometh baby you know so uh i mean we figured this shit was gonna happen now i don't in a way i feel good that some people might go to jail it was obvious that there was uh some manipulation and cooperation with a foreign power uh in our country um to get this man elected i still think it says a lot about our country that all they really had to do was stoke the racial white uh supremacy fires and enough white people voted for that regardless of uh any level of hacking and all that enough white people still thought that was a good idea that you know mm-hmm. they still i still can't fuck with them over that yeah, but um, addiction a hell of a drug but yeah i'm glad that these motherfuckers going to jail uh trump and them trying to downplay everybody's role like oh i barely knew him he was an unpaid but it's like yeah Mm -hmm. unpaid means they didn't want money and they didn't need it and i mean if you get money from russia then yeah you would do it unpaid too um the thing that hurt me was that the dude that was a snitch his name is george papadopoulos and i immediately thought of webster because i'm a certain age yes i was like george papadopoulos the fuck right you raised that that black baby to be a good person you betrayed a country like this and i was like oh it's different wrong wrong person they still naming them after after that man uh pat robertson says trump uh issue should issue a blanket pardon for indictments he's got to shut this down i would like to issue a statement why don't you pay taxes because i thought churches wasn't supposed to be i thought we had a separation of church and state this motherfucker gets on tv every day and gives his opinion and advice to the republican party and he tells his people that 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 tune into his show to uh to hate democrats and to support republicans every fucking day and yet somehow this nigga don't pay taxes how how's that how's that possible in america that's a that's clearly a violation of of anyway but yeah he, he advised trump to shut this down i was gonna play the clip but fuck pat robertson oh, yeah yeah not worth it Keep yeah going. um a conservative site funded the project that led to the trump dossier the 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 EP on people trump thing uh because first they were saying hillary clinton paid for it uh that's the real collusion i'm like wait she colluded with russia so she would lose the election that makes no sense okay uh but two um funding research opposition research is literally part of like that shit is nothing that's what you do like literally that's nothing like everybody pays for opposition research on the other person 
what you don't normally see is people paying um a foreign country uh you don't normally see that um so um and like i said this she took over uh allegedly paying this shit which was news in january anyway she took over paying for this shit after republicans had been paying for it the whole time because guess what guys the republicans didn't want trump as president either they just didn't have a choice because he kept winning um but yeah the project to that point focused on researching multiple republican presidential candidates it was not looking at the collusion with russia which is interesting because after hillary took over paying for it they did start looking at collusion with russia and if that's the thing that brings down trump a lot of people will have old hillary for getting this nigga up out of here um do with that as you will um let's see what else happened i care about uh you know let's move into the nice white people news guys it's time this nice white people news is brought to you by triangle wine co Mm -hmm. fine wine and craft beer store has a huge selection from all over the world the triangle wine company they try to hook you up well-known brands rare finds small from small producers shop online have your order shipped or swing by the tasting bars in their stores in raleigh Durham area of north carolina where you can sip while you shop visit trianglewineco.com to compare their competitive prices and save 10 percent on your order of regularly priced wines and beer with offer code tbgwt through the end of october or take advantage of the limited edition wine pack queen karen sweet pear it's your last day guys mm-hmm. this custom wine pack features two bottles of sparkling wine just peachy refreshing bubbly from france and cantina de cazorzo malvasia uh sparkling red from italy italy uh it's uh if purchased separately they cost 25 dollars 98 cent that's a lot i know some of y'all ain't got that which is why you can get queen karen sweet pear and save 53 percent yes by the time they did something good i will continue to say that and pay twelve dollars and 21 cent for the pack the mm-hmm. whole pack and, and it, nothing but the pack and y'all we've had it it is delicious search for queen karen or browse the wine packs category on trianglewineco.com and the link will be in the show notes all right um let's see what uh white people news do we have here um ex oh ex bachelor producer sues for sexual harassment Man, what's going on over there? Mm. Bachelor, uh, not very good at this thing. Apparently, they're not. Yeah, she sued. Uh, she filed a lawsuit against Warner Brothers and five of the show's producers. Said she was repeatedly asked by colleagues personal questions about her sex life, including "Is your vagina shaved? Have you ever fondled testicles before?" And during filming with JoJo Fletcher's season of The Bachelorette in 2016, it was a bit of a thing that carried on throughout the season. It was a fun time for them to see me get embarrassed. A 31 year old told the Times um her name is becky steen hulk um she says that she complained to cast producer caitlin stapleton (coughs) she was told that's just this is just how it is and it was brushed off as locker room talk Hmm. what locker rooms are people in yeah that and just like uh black people buy into white supremacy women buying the patriarchy because she actually went to another Mm-hmm. and that woman told her nah it's just how they talk girl you know how it is no, is your that, vagina saved or not that ain't just how it is you, have days. you been asked that right you know it's funny we do a comedy podcast and like under the auspices of comedy like there's a lot of shit you can kind of get away with make jokes about and shit and i'm not even saying it would be fucked up for us to do it but 
you know all the guests ever had on these all the women we've had on the show all the raunchy crazy shit we talked about at no point have we ever been like so is your pussy shaved uh would you mind telling us we think it'd be funny to watch you squirm it's such a weird thing um kevin spacey's in the news track discovery actor anthony has accused kevin spacey of making a sexual advance at him when he was only 14 in a response that has sparked huge amounts of criticism spacey tweeted his sincerest apology late sunday night and came out as a gay man Rap told BuzzFeed News in a story that posted online Sunday that the two met in 1986 when both were appearing in Broadway shows. Spacey invited Rap to his apartment for a party where Rap said he eventually found himself bored and watching TV in Spacey's bedroom. He then realized he was the only one left in the apartment with the actor, who was 26 at the time. Rap recalled that Spacey then appeared and sort of stood in the doorway, kind of swaying. My impression when he came in the room was that he was drunk. Then he picked me up like a groom picks up the bride over the threshold. But I don't like squirm away initially because I'm like, what's going on? And then he lays down on top of me. Rap alleged that Spacey was holding him down while tightening his grip on Rap, who was able to get away after some time. He was trying to seduce me, Rap said. I don't know if I would have used that language, but I was aware that he was trying to get with me sexually. The two later crossed paths at the 1999 Tony Awards, where Rap was performing and Spacey was nominated. He isn't sure if Spacey has any recollection of the alleged encounter. Spacey tweeted a statement late Sunday night in response, apologizing for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. He said he does not remember the encounter, but is beyond horrified to hear Rap's account. He also noted that he's had romantic relationships with both men and women, and he's now choosing to live as a gay man. His statement drew widespread criticism from many who felt his coming out after years of speculation about his sexuality was both ill-timed and inappropriate. Comedian Billy Eichner tweeted, Kevin Spacey has just invented something that has never existed before, a bad time to come out. Michael Knowles expressed his disgust in a tweet that read, it took 58 years for Kevin Spacey to cash in his gay out-of-jail free card. And Dan Savage simply wrote, I'm sorry, Mr. Spacey, but your application to join the gay community this time has been denied. To read more on Anthony Rapp's allegation... Um, so a couple things. Obviously, one, uh, the Me Too thing is... is, for, is it, it, the, 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 the streets are flooded with tea. Everybody shit on the timeline, wow. right? Um, all the cups over. everybody no one's safe um oh hold on we gotta go to the next sec- section give me one second guys coming right back on the air okay and we'll get right back to this but uh yeah everybody's out there right now um which i find to be interesting because there's a lot of people that we're seeing have been done the favor quote unquote not intentionally and favors in quotes keep in mind of silence you know it's why they want to be intimidating it's why they want to tell you not to report your stuff it's why they want to tell you how they're going to uh affect your career and there's all these threats and stuff basically by keeping people silent you're able to uh prey on the community for however long um correct one of the things i thought was interesting in the response to this online was a lot of people going well we've always heard the rumors about him and everybody knows which i was like one had not right heard any rumors of pedophilia about him mm-hmm. um somebody was like well jo- brian singer had sex parties and kevin spacey used to attend and there was like child sex at these parties and shit once again uh never, never had heard anything about kevin spacey i had heard about brian singer though interesting um the second part of that was um it, i feel like he was able to hide behind being gay in two different ways 
uh not just in his statement which obviously conflates being gay and pedophilia which is fucked up right that they're not the same you yeah you being like uh yes i came on to a 14 year old boy but it's more about me being gay right guys i'm 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 finally coming out and you guys can stop speculating like what 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 now you be gay and still be like i'm only fucking with consenting adults that's two different things like yes it is you know just like how if it's like if r kelly was like well you know i'm a straight man nigga you still a pedophile what the fuck are you talking about right you get to check out of that shit um but the second part of this thing is and and i don't know if this is intentional or not but because of hollywood and america's like obsession with people making people come out rumors about their sexuality and um feeling like celebrities owe us their sexual orientation like you need to come out and let us know right but because of that there's also this like negative insidious like thing of like oh this guy's gay you didn't know something's wrong with him john travolta's gay what are you hiding he's gay and it's always like this kind of like this negativity associated like we won't see your movies we won't uh we won't believe you when you kiss a woman in a, in a script we won't see you as a straight man whenever you play a straight man in a movie there's that right so there because of the fact that and we know for a fact that bigots like to conflate being gay with being pedophiles yes they do all over the world they're like oh this person's gay they're gonna do something to your kids this person is trans they're gonna go in the bathroom and fuck a kid they're gonna like there's all this so in a way he was able to hide behind the fact that at least for me anyway i don't want to accuse somebody of being gay and quote unquote as an accusation like i like i don't want to use that as like some sort of like you know will smith is gay i'm like well what one what would it fucking matter but two correct why like why are you saying this in a hushed like mm -hmm type tone right and then secondly you have that or thirdly i guess at this point you have that very you have the pedophiling behind there too where it's like well you know kevin spacey's a pedophile it's like are you saying that because kevin spacey's gay and you are one of those people that thinks gay people immediately the next thing out of your mind is out of your mouth is they a pedophile because that's also fucked up so i wonder if he was kind of hiding behind that all these years where it's like well kevin spacey is known as hush hush he has this huge secret there's all these rumors and to mo to i would say to a lot of people the secret and the rumor is oh kevin spacey's gay well you know how it is in hollywood he probably doesn't want to come out he don't want to deal with all that no 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 no. the actual secret is that he's a pedophile and he abuses young boys oh well that's a totally fucking different level of secret you know what i mean but i saw people saying that on twitter like no big deal everybody already knew i'm like eh, i don't know if everybody already knew maybe i mean maybe i'm naive maybe everybody literally was walking around like this nigga pedophile and and it was just an open secret and everybody i really have never maybe i'm late on this joint I'm, i don't know i'm I've, 2000 and late then i have never heard the he's a it's, it's a open secret that he's a pedophile thing um but him trying to come out and say i'm out uh so let's pay attention to the fact that i'm i'm gay now nah nigga you don't get to do that so um but yeah people been collecting his ass anyway so i think um what do you call it uh house of cards is ending now Mm-hmm. So, so i don't know if they finished or they got whatever. one more season but, i don't know if yeah. they're filming one more season and that's that's it and right. me and roger was talking about this i was like yeah this nigga calls 
everybody they job who you got staff and crew and other actors who knows how long they had planned you know the series out but he basically abruptly cut people's paychecks yeah i mean well this i mean it's one they hire i don't really think i don't really think about it that way because he didn't really do shit he been did this action this happened a long time ago so uh and then the victim anthony rapp uh does you know he didn't do this to end kevin space's career you know this is a the me too type thing to say hey this this thing happened um one thing that will be interesting in the in the uh outcome for this is if he'll be treated differently than men who have done the victimized women uh because there is an extra level of he's gay so he gotta go even worse like i'm disgusted he's gay and he a pedophile as opposed to just you know he's straight and a pedophile well that's different i mean hey he was only victimizing women you know that type of shit i wonder if there'll be a difference in the response but we'll see in general white nope. man i don't I'm think he say, get i don't think he getting canceled i'm not saying nobody gets canceled every time i see that fucking daddy's home two trailer with mel gibson on i just keep thinking what a motherfucking white dude gotta do to get canceled around here come on you know so i feel like he'll still be around but yep um oh someone said netflix pulled it so i don't know uh what i heard was that this ending after this season right i heard this is the uh, last season they yeah. had planned on going beyond it but they was like in the middle of filming so mm-hmm. they was like oh that's it uh selena gomez and justin bieber were spotted together uh days before um the weekend and her broke up selena gomez 25 and the weekend 27 have now ended their relationship damn i know right she and abel have been going back and forth for a few months about their relationship it's been hard for him with her with him being on tour her shooting in new york that was that was easy on them uh while they always made an effort um to attend this show while she always made an effort to attend the shows when she could that played a part in them getting distant it's over now but they're still in touch the breakup also hasn't been easy on the couple it's been hard for them to come to the realization that this is the direction things heading but it's been hard for months Mm, 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 mm and she was spotted spending time with bieber who she dated off and on in 2011 2015 over the weekend um the duo attended church together and were photographed by tmz grabbing breakfast at a cafe in westlake village Ooh, mm, he trying to get that church pussy Mm-mm-mm. that's sad it's a low underhanded thing you did there justin yeah, he don't went all white now he all white i don't reform my life girl come to church with me mm-hmm. i know his, that move yeah his head was backwards he took he took it and turned it forward and i mean fr- uh, frontward and uh, uh straighten up his tie he good to go now mm-hmm. uh she looks distressed shocked viewers flock to twitter to slam adam sandler after he repeatedly touches claire foy's knee leaving her appearing to squirm Mm-mm-mm. adam sandler uh apparently was on a, a, a tv show where he was being uh interviewed and it was one of those things where they have like a bunch of people sitting on the couch together and they're talking to all of them mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well he apparently repeatedly touched british actress claire foy during a chat show appearing to leave her squirming with embarrassment as the fallout from harvey weinstein scandal continues the comedian 51 was criticized for his gestures during friday night's graham norton show the american actor was seen resisting his resting his hand on the knee of british claire foy 33 leaving her looking indist- uh, distinctly uncomfortable uh let me see if i can play this for y'all it's only a 33 second clip but listen these white women head up 
fed all the way up. All the way up. Like well, everything. I got nominated for Golden Globe too. So I, I took my parents. Just like you. <laughs> I took my parents. And I, and I, they kind of actually, they invited themselves. But anyway, <laughs> I remember my mother, my mother just gets excited, like, like your mom, to, to talk to people or see people or screams out, is that? So somebody gave my mother the thing, like, if it. you're gonna play Oh, y'all can't somebody, see it? Mm-mm. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I was showing it. Um, oh, that's right, cause we went to a new session. Give me one second, I'll show y'all my screen. But, um, <clears throat> Uh, y'all when y'all see the gesture y'all see what i'm talking about but um i do find this interesting because it's this might be a case of the internet being more mad than the actresses uh let me know when it's on screen and i'll replay it <clears throat> but uh like uh there's three women on the panel the interviewer and then the two i think emma watson was there uh and then adam sandler and this other woman is it on screen yes all right Here's what it looked like. A for Golden Globe too. So I, I took my parents, just like you. I took my parents, and I, and I, they kind of actually they invited themselves. But anyway, <laughs> I, I remember my mother. My mother just gets excited, like like your mom, to to talk to people or see people or screams out, "Is that?" So somebody gave my mother the thing, like if you're gonna point at somebody, do it like the point in a different direction and we'll follow the thumb to who you're pointing to <laughs> that was it um and so viewers of the show were the people that upset they uh uh emma thompson that's who it was not watson was also a guest on the show and they have really broken this down appears to glare at sandler through the throughout the awkward encounter i don't did you pick that up that she was glaring at him mm-hmm i'm gonna be honest with y'all that shit looked like it wasn't a big deal to anybody there i mean maybe if somebody would uh talk about it um on yeah. their own right or something like there was a tweet directly. or something if the right. it, like it's very much one of those things where it's like if the women that he did it to got offended i'd understand but if people watching at home got offended it's one of those like i don't know what to tell you if they not offended because then they did a playful like she put his hand on his lap then he put his hand back then she put his hand on his lap again like and they were laughing about it being awkward so i don't know um i think but that's how heightened i think the Weinstein thing is at this point um and rightfully so correct you know i gotta and this and, and honestly i think this is a great example of why woody uh, allen's comments were so ridiculous nobody's sitting around like and now we need to cancel adam sandler's career and we should cancel it just because the quality of his movies and we still haven't canceled it i'm on the tyler perry of white folks movies right sandler a married father too appeared oblivious to what was happening as he regarded the audience with a story to make matters worse he also touched the leg of double oscar winner emma thompson 58 as co-star in the new netflix uh meyer witt stories um yeah stunned viewers took to social media to voice their concerns about sandler to start a wedding singer grown-ups one viewer wrote adam sandler touching claire foy's knee for no reason she put his hand back then he does it again he looks really pissed off she looked really pissed off did she look pissed off i i don't know i'm always not picked up on it i didn't pick up on that either another felt very uncomfortable watching adam but you know what else this is this is a probably a bunch of women who've had shit done to them those microaggression type things that were like and, fuck she, this shit. and she's at work so she's like i don't want to make a scene because i'm actually being no right camera. she could have been pissed off correct and she may have had to play it off like ha 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 
and maybe she really was pissed off but i guarantee a lot of women have had to make that choice right like okay i don't like how this person's touching me but we at work or this is my boss or this is some i don't want to i don't want to make a scene so right. i mean so I, i'm not dismissing the anger you know the anger is valid yeah it's just interesting emma 58 recently said that weinstein was the top of the ladder of system of harassment and belittling bullying however on sundays a spokesman of Ford said she had not been offended by sandler touching her leg a spokeswoman for Ford said we don't believe anything was attended by adam's gesture is caused no offense to claire yeah i think people at home were more offended on her behalf kind of uh you know, like you say these microaggressions and sometimes like i said it's stuff that people do they don't even think twice about right you know because a lot of people do this and you know i know for me i even i will ask like for some people like if i hug you i'll be like can i hug you or is mm-hmm. it okay if i hug you i used to didn't be like that but i am like that because some people don't like to be touched and you have to respect those boundaries that people have yeah i'm not i don't like strangers touching me really but i like if it's somebody i know or somebody that knows me i'm not it's not a thing Ooh, correct but if like and, and same thing back like if you're my friend i I put my hand on your shoulder or right you know I've stuff done that like before that too. you know but uh if someone told me they weren't comfortable with it i wouldn't do it you know same here and sometimes i will ask because you know especially if it's our first time meeting i'm like mm-hmm. do you like what 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 do you do you hug do you not hug do you handshake will you, do you pound like i ain't trying to just run up on you and make you uncomfortable but um you know especially because of what we do for a living people are, come up to us all the time that are like they feel like they know us so Correct. it's like you know i i respect like yeah you can i'll hug you it's cool yes. like but yeah it just depends on uh the situation uh all right we got to start wrapping up i was gonna do another one but uh, uh harvey weinstein got banned from the uh producers guild of america for life so i guess that's good mm-hmm. and rose mcgowan got arrested for felony possession of a controlled substance oh shit which makes sense because she did say them drugs made her say that racist shit so i mean i guess she was telling the truth um all right was there anything else uh mike mark hopperin got his contract uh canceled over harassment allegations yo that shit is the whitest story ever i and, and guys i'm not saying this pejoratively i legitimately don't know who this fucking dude is mm mm-hmm i don't know what i would have needed to have been watching to know who the fuck he is and it's been super big news and especially along my political black people circles ah i don't know who the fuck he is mm-hmm. like i didn't and and i guess in true ignorance i didn't even bother to look him up was not i'm not reading that article so fuck it uh so anyway he white and he fucked up and lost everything good bye duh you know like stop harassing people how hard is that to not do you know what i mean like good grief motherfuckers really be uh, let me see them titties why we at work what is wrong with you correct what is wrong with you all right guys so we're ratching this time and we're gonna get out of here um as soon as i can find it where i put it okay is this moving slow or is it moving too fast where I don't know. oh there it is tomorrow recap of the walking dead yep at seven some father on son violence coming down the pike of sword ratchetness oh shit yeah that's right karen a sword wielding son attacked his own motherfucking daddy mm-hmm the meta what 
wait meadow police have arrested a 26 year no 22 year old youth who has attacked his father with a sword the father was a retired police officer and he is now receiving treatments from the hospital suspect was the retired police officer's son from the first marriage after his first wife died oh shit the officer married again this time with a teacher but his son was the one giving lessons apparently so however investigators revealed that his son suspects that the father had killed his mother in order to marry his stepmother the suspect oh. has always quarreled with his stepmother citing the death of his mother due to constant quarreling the father has moved to the Nereyakulum schools quarter where his present wife works after hand, handing over the house to his son damn he was like well just take the house then police yeah. said the retired police officer was having a small business and he had stored his goods in that Metawachia home uh when he visited that place with two others to collect the goods the son had attacked him with a sword he sustained cut injuries to his head the son who was found to be mentally unstable person was produced uh before the courts and then released on bail i'm assuming this is not in the united states with them names no and he was released on bail even though he was found mentally unstable and in possession of a sword mm-hmm. that's a lot dog all right man we'll be back tomorrow with jeremy from crown of collars to discuss the walking dead um appreciate y'all uh for tuning in to our mm. our daytime yes, uh edition yes yes and we thank you for everybody tuning in to the black guy who tips morning show Mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all y'all we really do. looked out for us y'all the real mvps mm-hmm. taking y'all lunch break with us we're gonna get you through this this rush hour hopefully got you through traffic and yeah. uh through lunch um mm-hmm. take us out april levine i know and singing radio head at the top of our lungs with the boom box blaring as we're falling in love gotta follow it up but it's getting my strength singing here's the ever growing up, up. all right y'all we'll see y'all tomorrow Peace. Until then, Have I love a good you. One. Love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.